Hey everyone, I'm Leah Jacobson, and if you use essential oils, you've come to the right place. As a certified clinical aromatherapist with over a decade of experience, I'll be guiding you with practical information without learning complicated chemistry. This will ensure that you and your family stay safe while enjoying the benefits of essential oils. Enjoy season four of the podcast as we read through my latest book, Using Essential Oils Safely. Now let's get started. Welcome back to another Q&A on one of the teaching episodes that I published earlier this month. If you have not yet gone through those episodes, you might want to give them a listen because some of these questions and answers and comments may not make full sense unless you've already listened to that episode. This Q&A is about how to tell if they've gone bad. I mentioned a couple of tips, such as aroma and adverse reactions. At the end of the episode, I asked for you to let me know what you are going to do with your essential oils that you think have gone bad. And again, if you have any questions or comments for me, you can always leave them at leahjacobson.com com slash podcast. Suzanne says she doesn't believe she has any expired oils, and Amelia says she didn't think so either. Some of hers aren't very old, but there's a few that she has to check. Jessica says, I'm planning to go check my oils after this. Teresa says she's going to use her expired essential oils in cleaning. Jane says, I will use them for cleaning because I learned that from you. Thank you. And Beth says, I've poured expired essential oils down the drain in the kitchen sink and shower. Leave for 15 minutes. Flush with hot water. Flush with hot water while I step away. So I've used them like Drano. Do you see anything wrong with that? I figured they'll clean the pipes and maybe dissolve some hair or built up gunk. Well, Beth, that sounds like a good idea to me. Regular PVC pipes should be able to handle that without breaking down. Dominga says she has used them on a stand in her office and she'll need to go through her oils to see if any have expired. Sarah says, I have a bottle of lemon essential oil that has been standing on my kitchen desk far too long. I guess I can still use it to remove glue from stickers. Yes, Sarah, you could. Chris asked the question, if they aren't so fresh, is a diffuser a good option for them? And the answer is that they are best used in cleaning recipes. While you don't have to worry about topical skin irritation if you are inhaling them when you add them to your diffuser, they're not going to be as therapeutic. Helen is asking the best way to clean essential oil bottles between uses if you are recycling your essential oil bottles. My recommendation is to boil them in hot water or run through your dishwasher if you plan on reusing your bottles. Tin has a question, what happens if your essential oils have been oxidized and you use them on your skin and your skin gets irritated, red, has an allergic reaction, etc.? How do you deal with that? So the short answer is you can apply a carrier oil to the place where the skin has been irritated to dilute those essential oils and to help to also remove those essential oils from your skin. After applying a carrier oil, you can wash off with some soap and water, and then reapply a carrier in case there's any essential oils left behind on the skin. It's very important that you not apply essential oils to the skin that you think might have oxidized because, yes, you can end up with irritated skin, red skin, skin that looks like it's had an allergic reaction, and you don't want that. Diane says, I hope you cover how to use essential oils for cleaning. I have no idea about this. Truly a newbie. Well, Diane, I do have recipes right inside of the club, leahjacobson.com slash club, but 
I have extracted the recipes for cleaning outside of the club as a separate download, and you can find that by going to leahjacobson.com slash cleaning recipes. Unlike other cleaning recipes that you might find, my recipes are safe for all ages to inhale, including if you're pregnant and happen to be safe for your dog as well. So you don't have to worry about your kids breathing in your cleaning spray. You don't have to worry about using expensive blends. Two simple, effective essential oils that I refer to as the dynamic duo of essential oils are used in my cleaning recipes. There is an anti-germ cleaning paste, anti-germ cleansing soft scrub, an anti-germ cleaning spray, cleansing soap, and there's a laundry booster liquid and powder version as well. Again, you can find that at leahjacobson.com slash cleaning recipes. But you don't need a recipe to simply add five to 10 drops of your essential oil blend or single essential oil that you think has been oxidized to your dryer balls. Super simple. No recipe needed. Wendy had a great question. She said, I was told that an off smell could be that the plant was harvested in a different season under different conditions when I purchased a new bottle of peppermint that smelled totally different than my last bottle. Is this true? Thank you. Now, before I answer this question, I just want to refer you to the How to Tell if They've Gone Bad episode where I explain the off smell, where I talk about how an aroma can indicate an essential oil has gone bad. However, yes, It is possible that a fresh bottle of peppermint essential oil from the same company can smell differently from a previous bottle purchased by the same company. Now, one thing that comes to mind is when we did our third-party testing, we had three different rounds. One of the rounds we tested was peppermint. There was one company who was found to not have very good peppermint essential oil, and their reply when presented with the information and given a chance to reply before we published the information was that that they ran out of the regular peppermint that they would order, and so they decided to purchase from another bulk supplier that they didn't normally purchase from, and that's why the test results came back in error. Now, this can be true. Companies do not like to tell their customers that they are out of stock on items. Like, imagine trying to buy lavender essential oil or peppermint essential oil or tea tree essential oil and being told that they're out of stock. What are we going to do? We're going to buy from another company. So in order to prevent that from happening and us finding out maybe we prefer another company over another, they always keep it in stock. Now, this uncovers a few different red flags, right? But what can happen is a company will purchase from a supplier they don't normally purchase from, and that may be totally valid if the quality is similar. That is not necessarily a terrible thing. But definitely you want to make sure that the company you are purchasing from is providing you with a GCMS report reflecting the bottle that you are purchasing. There are a couple of companies out there that do provide that information for you so that you can be sure the constituent levels in your, for example, peppermint essential oil, that the menthol levels are within a normal range that you are used to so that the aroma is going to be similar to the aroma that you are used to. That all being said, there are a lot of things that can affect the quality and aroma that don't have to do with your company switching their supplier. They could be using the same distiller that might have an off-season and 
a lot of these things I'm about to say were talked about in one of the first episodes, like how are essential oils made? They could have a dry growing season. They could have a wet growing season. It's possible that they harvested a lot of plant matter for the essential oil and maybe it sat longer. I mean, there's so many different variants and a lot of little steps leading up to you purchasing that essential oil that can be reflected in the aroma and in the therapeutic properties. That being said, if the aroma of your single bottle has changed in smell from when you opened it until when you're noticing the smell is off, this could be a year later, two years later, then you know the aroma has changed and therefore the essential oil is most likely oxidized. And finally, Carly had a question, how can you safely dispose of oils that have gone bad that you wouldn't typically use for cleaning? My answer, in the garbage. Make sure that they are tightly closed and simply throw them away. This is Leah Jacobson, empowering you to use essential oils safely. I hope you learned something new today. Tell a friend about our podcast so they can learn too. All episodes are available at leahjacobson.com slash podcast. To get a signed copy of my book or to access the course, which contains even more information, jump on over to my website, leahjacobson.com slash book or slash course for those resources.